welcome to another season of Vulnerable Podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Vichelle, and this season I sit down with phenomenal men and discuss their vulnerabilities, their wellness practices, and their take on spirituality. These men are just like you. They've battled mental health issues, child sex abuse, and homelessness, but yet somehow have found the inner strength to unpack their stories and share them here with us on Vulnerable Podcast. So find a comfy chair, don't be afraid to get into your feelings and take notes. These men are game changers. <laughs> how are you today <sighs> i'm good like this um this podcast has been on my mind for like we were meant to do it last week yeah yeah yeah, but, yeah. um me and my mum. it's weird like just to go straight in mm-hmm. me and my mum had an argument on that day okay I was going to tell you, but mm-hmm. I don't know. We didn't get into it enough for me to like. You asked me, is there anything like that? Should I go in? But I was like, nah. No, but I just said, I said, I hope everything's okay. Yeah, you was but like, in my mind, like, I was just like, I'll just put that there because sometimes people tell you, mm-hmm. and it, but then also you don't know me, so it's like, yeah, exactly. I, mind I was to like, like that. oh, then I just held back. But yeah, yeah, me and my mom had an argument that day, and it was so coincidental that the thing we had an argument over mm-hmm. was vulnerability. Wow. Like, I put up a picture of me in a mental health hospital. I saw it. You saw it, right? Yeah. Of me, my mum. I thought it was amazing. And two other friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, African parents. Yeah. Obviously, I got my... You told her. She that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I was just about to go into that. I got my family right. from Nigeria. Right, this is right, what right. I think, though. I don't know. Yeah. But it makes sense. It most probably is them. I got my family from Nigeria yeah. following me on Instagram, too. Mm. And they probably told my mum, yo... Your son's just put a picture up of when he was in hospital. Over there, African. Where are you yeah, from? Jamaica, but we're the same. Yeah, we're the same people. Parents, like, <laughs> my mom phoned me. What kind of madness is this? Right. Why have you got my picture up? Did you even get the consent of the other people? Why are you putting your business out there in the world? And I'm like, mom, like, I can't. I can't even explain to her, but like, your mentality, the old school, the old school mindset that you've got of hiding away from things and not showing both sides as a human is why could have contributed to me having a breakdown in the yeah. first place because yeah. I got to hide from Did this and I got to hide I, I, I kind of we was getting at it and she was at work so she was like let yeah. me call you back but yeah. I was just getting into my groove but yeah. I was trying to explain to her and it's like you can't explain this to African parents but like that contri- that can contribute to someone's breakdown a lot because mm-hmm. you got to hide from this and you got to hide from that mm-hmm. my mom can't see me smoking my mom can't know I'm drinking mom, mm-hmm. so you can't show your true self to your parents and it's like you're living a double life mm-hmm. and it's like when I just signed a record deal the other day mm-hmm. my mom was so happy Put it on Instagram. Exactly. How much comments did it get? Do you feel me? <laughs> but when I want to show the journey, what's yeah. going to make the record deal video more? Yeah, sorry, yeah, what's going to make okay. the record deal video more special? Yeah. When they see where I'm coming from, don't show that side. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's weird that we had that argument that day of like vulnerability. It's, you're 100% right about that, and that's in terms of like the generation, the difference between how the generations have these like vulnerable conversations i like to believe that they don't have the language to do it mm-hmm. and i also feel like i'm trying to be more compassionate though do i get but i also feel like they um for the most part they came to this country and they just had to like firm all of their feelings mm-hmm. and just like grind yeah and and the blessing is that our generation is able to kind of like live in our feelings and be open about our mental health and have these conversations and they just don't compute it's like it doesn't make yeah. sense to them. it's just like why are you how are you even doing this but i think um one of the things that my so jamaicans are very similar but clearly like like we were the i say this and i'm mindful of what i'm saying but we were like 
in the whole slavery thing we were the ones that were dropped off yeah. before we, because we were a bit naughty. And so Jamaicans have a very rebellious spirit. Yeah, anyway. definitely. Yeah. So we are, we are like, I think for the most part, Nigerian and Ghanaian. That's where we were taken from West Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say that to say we're similar in the way how we um, operate like that. Mm-hmm. My thing is with Jamaicans is this whole kind of like what happens in the house stays in the house thing. Yeah, yeah. That whole idea of like secrecy mm-hmm. and what that breeds. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, just as a non-parent, someone who will be a parent one day, it's like un- like teaching your child the difference between secrecy and discernment. Yeah, it's a completely different thing. Because mm-hmm. um, within like when you when you're holding a secret, whether it's like an abuse one or yeah. like you've got mental health um, issue, you're just breeding shame. Yeah, in that space, and mm-hmm. then that's turning into something else. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? But look at um, <coughs> look at. Um, and I'm so happy they're doing this. But look at Will Smith and Jada yes. Pinkett with the red table. Yes. They're actually showing an example so to the world of how beautiful it is to be vulnerable yeah, and how yeah. it can help other people. Mm-hmm. They're literally, they're literally going through their problems in front of us. Mm-hmm. I wish I could show that to my mom. But like, I know. I was just gonna because like what I realized, like what I realized is like, um, my. Well, parents in general, they're at an age where, I said this in another interview before, Mm. they're at an age where it's kind of difficult to change their belief systems because they've had it for so long. Mm -hmm. Especially if it's your child that's going to make you change your belief system. Mm -hmm. There's ego in it involved as well. Whereas for us, Mm. we're in the middle. that We can still adopt new things. I adopt new things every day. I'm unlearning and relearning every day. Like Will Smith will show me something. I'm like, ooh, maybe I can adapt that. Whereas parents, yeah, Mm -hmm. they want to. Like, it will make sense to them, but they'll Mm. be like, nah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not taking it on board. Yeah. And it's like, that's why you said something earlier about um, how comes it's, it's okay for kids. You said 16-year-olds. Can I talk yeah, about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, of course you said, like, yeah, How yeah. comes it's okay for um, the kids to be so vulnerable when they come yeah, crying to you? Yeah, but that's because yeah. they haven't been tampered with by the world yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. They haven't been shown how Very men true. are supposed to act. Yes. So but they, they're but they, still but free. But they still get there because I've worked with, um, I worked in secondary schools and then I went into colleges. And so you see the difference when they're 18. Like you see like when a, if when a, a guy's, a boy's heart is broken at 16, it's different to when it's broken at 18. That's, that's what I'm saying. But the 18 year old, I bet you he doesn't cry <laughs> like the 16 year old. No, 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 no. But you see them, you see them become stone. It's almost like, like I've said, I've said, I'll be just, open, I'll be completely open. Like, listen, yeah, if you shut down now, you will be the 30 year old dating in the future that's locked up yeah. to every single yeah, girl. Yeah. I date those guys. I know yeah. what that's, I know that's like, so please don't do that. You don't need to be that guy. But it's like, I'm watching them shut down because they have no example of how else to be. Yeah. One, around that age group, 18, 19. And then it's just like, from then, it's just a process of shutting down for them. But and it's a trend. Yeah, and it is, yeah. Amongst their age to not. Feel. express yourself and yeah, feel like yeah. that's like my little um my little cousin just came to my house yesterday and i told him to show me what he's listening to because i finally respect his judgment okay. because he showed me about some other stuff mm-hmm. and i didn't <laughs> listen to it and then they blew up so right. when he came to my house yesterday i was like All right, cool i hear you and i finally respect your generation <laughs> show me what you're listening to at the moment uh-huh. and he's showing me and i was i was watching and he's a good you right but the stuff he's showing me is crud <laughs> and i was watching it and i was thinking like 
even if he's not into this, yeah, it's so cool amongst his generation mm-hmm. that he's gonna force himself to be like that to fit in. Yeah, maybe he can break out of it later because I was just the same. Mm-hmm. I was a follower, like literally a big mm-hmm. follower as a kid. And I'm my only child, so I never mm-hmm. had no brothers or sisters. Mm-hmm. So my auntie said that to me the other day. She was like, Kenneth, what I used to worry for you is that you was just going to go and do a madness with one of your friends because you never had your Sorry, own mind. That's what my auntie said. I feel like that about my, my six-year-old nephew. <laughs> yeah. So it's weird how, like... I, it's the, the fact that you said that your auntie like, yeah. like, I'm my auntie I am an auntie thinking that about my that's crazy yeah. and we'll see what happens because you don't auntie, even know that's what my auntie said to me like, my auntie was like I used to worry for you because like you never had your own mind Like mm. your friend would just come and knock for you and you just yeah. do you know yeah. what I mean like you're just out when and, you're, like, I, you know and he's an only child as well so I think when you're an only child it's a little bit different because you want that company yeah. that connection of other kids and whatever else mm-hmm. um, I want to get into the episode and I've just like clutched my notes and I was like, shit, that I forgot that this thing even happened. I'm about to say it happened. Yeah. So, first things first, I first became aware of you with the Etaban Surface Challenge. Yes. That was major. Yes. Just, I love her anyway. I've yeah, been following her for years. She's and amazing. Then, and then just kind of like watching everybody do the Surface Challenge because I love the song. And then I saw yours and I was just, I literally saved it. I'm yeah. like, I'm going to interview this guy. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't, I don't think at the time I had thought about the men's seat. I just didn't know how it was going to work. But you know, when I'm very like, that's going to happen. Yeah. Put it away. Yeah, like, definitely. That happened. And then, um, and then I followed you. And then I was just in Shoreditch one day. Just what I had been to an event, it was rubbish. I was going home, and this girl called me. Like, I, I met her. I have like so many people that I meet every like once, and then yeah. we're just like cool forever, right? She was calling me to the car, and I went over to the car. And her, her name's Leisha, and she was sitting in there with one of your friends, and I called Josie, yeah. And then we were talking. So, me, I've never met Josie, it's the first time I'm meeting her, right. And we're speaking for like an hour. I was standing outside the car. It was dark, oh, and you FaceTimed me in the back of the... See, I, say, <laughs> I kind of barely remember that. Then you're right. So as I was talking to her, she, I mentioned that I wanted to interview men. And then she brought you into the conversation. Yeah. She was like, you need to speak to this guy. And then called you. Yeah. And then I was like... But I didn't even actually after that either. Yeah. I was still just kind of like, yeah, whatever. I just kind of left it. Because the way how my brain works is so much information. It's just like to actually like process and in action. And then... I was like, I think I was in New York when I messaged. I was like, right, I'm getting my head together now. Let me message. I just wanted to kind of like bring that into kind of like, um, it's like a full circle moment. There was like mm-hmm. so many moments where I was going to reach out to you and I didn't. And then I kind of got introduced to you, but I kind of didn't follow it up because mm-hmm. I just did it. And then it's just like, now we're here. Yeah. <laughs> How dope is that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, what did the Surface Challenge do for you? Did it like bring you into like the eyeline of so many more people? Um. The Surface Challenge helped me bring what you're doing and what mm-hmm. we're trying to do mm-hmm. as like the vulnerability topic. Mm-hmm. It helped me expose that 10 times more. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like God, I don't know how it's um, in line for me, mm-hmm. but like my challenge happened to be, the one I did happened to be the one that like, blew it up yeah and like yeah. I don't think that's like coincidental because she extended because, it after that didn't she yeah she was like yeah. everyone just started because people started tagging me yeah. saying yo <laughs> um, doing the surface challenge because I saw shockers wow. it inspired me to open up wow. and like I, got, I just got tingled yeah <laughs> yeah it inspired me to open up and like that's what I wanted to do so um, that was my whole intention for the time. That's what I said. I'm so selective, so I know what to pick and what not to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when I heard the song, I was like, yo, I need mm-hmm. to be a part of this somehow. Mm-hmm. 
this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then I went on Instagram one day and she was like, yo, just put the beat out and do the surface. I was like, I'm doing it. I got the beat and then I vented. I had so much event about the time. My yeah. mum had cancer at the time. Oh, wow. She's free from it now. Mm-hmm. But at the time, she had cancer. My 30th birthday was coming up. Mm, I'm still, so I'm still living at my mum's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not working. <laughs> I ain't got a girlfriend. <laughs> Everything just like Everything get it out there. Straight. And I was like, yo, let me just do it. Yeah. And I just did it. And like, I put, every time I always like do freestyles or I do shit on my phone, I mm. always like turn it over and like put the phone away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always do that. Mm-hmm. And then I'll come back to it like 15 minutes later and I'll look just mm-hmm, to see. Mm-hmm. And I looked and I saw like fire emojis and mm. everyone going crazy. And I was like, and then, um, Etta put it up. Mm. Obviously, she put everyone's up and yeah. Etta put it up. And then people started messaging me saying, yo, bro, your surface challenge, like, it's inspired me to open up. And then mm. the Metro <coughs> thing came. I think mm. Metro started, yeah, yeah, yeah. told Etta to pick her top five people mm-hmm. and interview them. Mm-hmm. And I was one of the people. And, like, and after I heard your surface challenge, I went back and I listened to her lyrics. Yeah. And I heard them differently. Yeah. Does that make sense? That's how that's what I said to her in yeah. the interview too. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know how people heard your song, but mm-hmm. the way I heard it, I heard it as an invitation to like open up. This is like yeah. a chance to express yourself. Yeah. Everyone else is just like singing her what lyrics. Singing? And I yeah. was like, No, that's why I'm happy my connects like that, to show everyone how I think you're supposed to do this challenge. Mm. And then yeah, it just worked out. Okay, first question. Yeah. <laughs> How is your soul today? It's in a good place. Mm-hmm. It's in a good place. I've been in a good place, man. Like, I just gave you the breakdown of where I was, in it? Like, yeah, my mum yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. not having a job and mm-hmm. my mum's free of cancer. Mm-hmm. How long is, is this, like, this year? Is that the timeline? Like, the, the, this whole year, 2018? This whole year? Yeah. Um, my mum's free of cancer. She's in a good place. Mm-hmm. Um, I just signed a deal two weeks ago how did ago. that feel <sighs> I just I don't know I saw it and I just thought to myself <laughs> I don't know what it is or something you're one of those people yeah um, like I don't know what your religious or spiritual background is but you're clearly like blessed and highly sensitive yeah. <laughs> like you know you move in light yeah, so when yeah. I saw it I was just like there's this this is going to be major, but I also felt like, I don't know, I felt like I saw the whole story yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know that's what, what I mean? everyone said to me everyone was following me was saying the same thing there was that shocks I feel like when you signed, mm-hmm. I signed. Yeah. Everyone was saying like that. it's a collective. Yeah, everyone like. was like, yo, <laughs> I felt like I signed the deal. Yeah. And I was like, I believe everyone gets hated on. It's mm. natural. Like, people are going to hate on you, mm-hmm. like, naturally. But I think, like, I might have been the person in my world mm. that, like, 95% of the people was actually happy for because they saw the journey. Yeah. Like, you saw me putting freestyles up night after yeah, night, yeah, yeah. venting. And, and like, it's not even just the freestyles, it's what you're saying in the freestyles. Yeah, yeah, do you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Um, so, yeah, when you signed, you signed that paper, how did you, like, what was happening in your life, buddy? I felt like, I felt like this was, I felt like it was a beginning of a shift. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the it's turning point. Yeah. Like, God willing, five years from now, when I'm in a better place, mm-hmm. If someone asks me what was the beginning, what was like the catalyst, what sparked all but of we, these steps, yeah. I'll say the deal. Right. The deal moment made me like believe fully. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like that was like because little things has been happening. Yeah, yeah. Step by step, but that's like 
Like the deal moment and self love is mm. like the shifts. Mm. Those are like that's like that's like I call them like um that universal cosigns. Yes, like the was, universe is cosigning yeah. me to be like boom, this is what we're doing. Yep, and that was one of them. Like mm-hmm. the deal moment, and it's so crazy. Like because I don't want to skip questions because mm-hmm. I know so the so questions so is so like so I'm so answering <laughs> them. But like um, you were saying something about um, oh, what did you say? You say something about um, signs that you get. Yeah, like what I can just see and stuff. And, um, no, one of the questions. Sorry, because I got the <laughs> questions in my head. It's as well. okay. It's okay. Hold on. Hold on. About hold on. your religious beliefs and like if anything yeah. can happen to like. Oh, okay. Let's you want to just go all the way down there. Let's just let's, let's, let's do that. <laughs> um, so the question was, what have your what have been your biggest spiritual lessons on your journey so far? Is that that one? No, what, you said okay. something to me about. If you believe in a higher power, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, hold. Yeah, do you believe? Do you believe in a higher power? Most definitely. Yeah, I definitely believe that there's an energy mm-hmm. far greater than us out there, and there's laws that okay. this energy wants us to abide by. Yeah, yeah. And if you follow them and you're in harmony with them, mm-hmm. things will align for you. And I felt like that's where I'm at now. I'm in. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm out of harmony with the world. But I'm in alignment with like the creator's laws. Do you feel like for that I'm gonna dash over my question? Yeah. <laughs> do you feel like because like, you just said you're in alignment? Yeah. Do you feel like up until now you've been not in alignment? Like you've been running from it? Hundred percent. Because I I feel I, like I just got in alignment, and what, not what because you, not happened? not because I didn't want to be in alignment. Mm. I didn't know how to be. Mm. Like. For the past, I'm 30. Mm-hmm. I'll say for the past 28 years, I've been <laughs> trying to figure out the instruction book to life. Bye. You know when you get a computer game, yeah? Yeah. It comes with an instruction book. Mm-hmm. Like, straight away. Like, as soon as you're opening yeah. up your place... Like your yeah, it teaches you how it, to work the, the Do you know what I mean? And then... And life isn't that. Then you can roll. <laughs> and it's like... What I'm starting to realise is that life don't come with an instruction book, but your instruction book can be your mentors. Your first instruction book is meant to be your parents. Mm -hmm. They're the first people that's meant to say, look, Mm -hmm. I've been here 20 years before you. I'm going to hand, I'm going to accelerate. Ideally. Do uh, do you know what I mean? Like, like us. Mm Mm-hmm. We're about to break the cycle mm-hmm. for our next generation. When we have kids, we're giving them a whole different thing. I said, who did I say? This? I said this on another podcast. I feel like our generation is raising some like willows. Yeah, and do you know what I mean? For like, the next it's generation, it's like, dope. all right, look at um, look at um, Will Smith and Jada. Yeah, I say like they was willows and Jaden's first instruction book. Yeah, and look at and them. And then you find other mentors along the yeah, way. Yeah. I had 26 years with no mentors, mm. no father figure. My father's not around. I haven't seen this guy in the past probably about 15 years. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen my dad. Just my mum. She doesn't have the information either. Yeah. She's teaching me based on how her parents taught her. So I have she's nothing. She's not relevant to this space I've, and time. I've, I've, I've forgiven that. I have not, she, if she had information, of course she's going to give it to her. I'm son, yeah. but she didn't. So yeah. I can't be mad at that. So yeah. I've had to go into the world to find the mentors instruction books, and mentors yeah, 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 yeah. and it's like that's only happened of recent I'll say within the last mm. four or five years so prior to that I was just freestyling mm. lost mm. do you know what I mean mm-hmm. that's why the kids that's on crud now I don't judge them because I'm like they don't have the instructions if they've got the instructions and they still behave that way that's different yeah, yeah. but give them a chance because I was behaving that way mm-hmm. as soon as someone taught me yo be yourself self love mm. vulnerability mm. Be more human. 
compassion. Mm-hmm. Em- just taught me that just a bit. When I say the instructions, I'm not even talking about um, Einstein of life, you know, mm. like the mad calculations. I mean, the basics. basics. But you know, like, um, I don't know what you studied in college or anything, but mm-hmm. I did, I was like a health and social care type yeah. person, sociology. And there's like a, there's, it's called Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Mm-hmm. And that, it's like um it's like a triangle with seven steps mm-hmm. and at the very very bottom it's like the basics like yeah. you were just mentioning yeah. and, it, and the whole theory is that if you don't receive them as a child then you cannot you can't progress up the triangle that makes sense <laughs> do you know <laughs> what I mean I saw that in like like A-Love when I was like oh my god like this is actually I felt I felt like I, you unlocked a new key. Yeah, like I did. I felt like, and also with my my situation, my my background is similar in the sense of like my dad wasn't there, mm-hmm. and um, my mum doesn't have the tools. I say she just yeah. doesn't, just yeah. not at all. Fact, so yeah. I'm like looking. I'm 16 in my A level sociology um, class, mind blown because yeah. I'm I'm realizing how the reason why my life is so fucked, really. If I'm going to just be completely fucked. Yeah, because I didn't have the. Because I didn't have that. And then, and then the second mind fuck is how the fuck am I gonna get it? Yeah, like, yeah. like yeah. And then the thing was like finding mentors or whatever. Yeah. So then I just started seeking out these older Caribbean yeah. women, exactly. <laughs> who could like really help mm-hmm. me because my mum wasn't able to do that. How did you? Who did you find to mentor you? How did you find those people? I had like there was this girl called Whitney Isles. I don't know where she came from. She was sent to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she just fell into my life. Mm-hmm. We've been friends now. We're still friends. We've been friends for like 10 years. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like she's just meant to be on my journey just to like guide me through. And like... It's a thing. Yeah. That's a thing. <laughs> and like, she fell into my life and she saw potential in me. Mm-hmm. She started giving me books. I'm not a reader. I bought some books actually because you told me to yeah, show yeah. you the books. I okay. bought a couple that inspired Sick. me. But like, I'm not really a reader. I'm a visual person. Yeah. I watch things. Uh-huh. I watch documentaries and I take them in reading like... It doesn't... I don't know. Everyone's different. Mm. Some, that she's a reader. Mm-hmm, Her mm-hmm. house is full of books. Mm-hmm. I watch things. Like, I'm an observer. I like to call myself an observer too. Like, I observe you. Mm. I observe people. I'll be on the train. That's how... If you watch my freestyles, mm. most of them are about what I saw yeah, in a day today. Yeah, no, right, yeah. Or my little cousin. Like, I did one... I don't know if you saw that one, but like, my little cousin stayed at my house and then I did a freestyle about yeah. like what it would be like to have a sibling because I'm an only child. Yeah, yeah, And I did a freestyle about like how he was leaving plates on the floor <laughs> and I was getting upset. Yeah, and yeah. He's, do you know what I'm saying? Just talking. So I'm an observer, so I observe things. So I like to watch things. But she gave me books to read and I started reading. And um, But to be fair, I wanted to know more too. Mm. I think that helps. It doesn't just happen for no reason unless you're extremely favoured. Some mm. people are so fed up with their circumstances that they're like, nah, mm. I wanted, I can do, I need to do better. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And we all feel like that. And that's how I felt. I felt like, nah, this, this is, th- I need to do better than this. And like, she came into my life and she's just been mentoring me ever since. But then I found like, this is the blessing of this generation. They've got, someone said to me the other day that in, the internet is modern day mentoring. And it's true, like, you can so literally true. type anything and 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 like, every anything. single time someone says that it's like it's like they're just learning it for the first time it's like oh the internet has everything it's got everything it's really on crazy. there yeah you're right like i follow some um, incredible people yeah. on instagram and you know like when you follow someone on instagram you can see who else follows that's mm. cool is it so it happens every single time <laughs> i record an episode someone whatsapps me you know when- <laughs> You know when you're following someone on Instagram? Yes. You can see who else is following yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I follow these. You follow these people. You follow the people that they're fo- that they're following. I follow them. some incredible people, and no one else is following them. Really? You need to bring me in. You know. And it's so sad. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm to like, bring me in. how comes the world don't know about this? Yeah. But obviously, I'm a man as well, mm. so I follow some models too. <laughs> and when I check who's following them, everyone's, everyone's following, following the them. models. Yeah. So it's like. The internet's powerful. I've learned Will Smith's a modern day mentor for me. Yeah. I've learned so, so much from him. I'm so happy that he, like, did you watch the second episode, the second Red Table Talk? You know, there's no, part one and part no, two. No, um, and the second with um, Will and Jay, the sitting on the table. In the second one, he talks about how she checked Ronnie's ego. Like, and this broke my heart just because, yeah. <laughs> just because I'm 32 and me yeah. and my friends. Oh, there are two points that I want to make. Which one should I make first? Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna make the, I'm gonna make the friendship point one. I'm sticking with the Bill and Jade. I'm coming back. So yeah. the friendship one, yeah. me and my friends, similar, like they came into my life. I've had, like you, no parental guidance. Mm-hmm. I genuinely, like I've thought of this so many times, I feel like I've, like, who's raised me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like I'm like the university's child. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's a, I like that. <laughs> Do you know what I, I mean? I like that. That's a good one. Um, yeah. But I look at the, my friends and I'm like, clearly you guys were sent into my life and I was sent into your life to support each other. Yeah, so that's definitely. The, that's the thing. So I wanted to make that point because of the friend that you, that I said, that yeah. you were talking about and how like, um, and how, and I said this on another podcast, how soulmates are not always romantic. Yeah. Sometimes they are like friends and yeah. whatever else, just to kind of, or parents even. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that. And and the reason why the, the both the things came into my head at the same time is because me and my, one of my best friends at the moment were just like going back and forth about like, like when you're 30 when you're plus 30 <laughs> love and relationships are something completely different yeah. like i am stepping out of that whole just lucky off mentality yeah. because it's not that i have to have patience because i'm 30 i'm yeah. just starting to see love differently yeah and i didn't and see it like i that. didn't see love like that before yeah. so back to win and jada um when like so wills describes how like when she was 39 he decided that he was going to throw the biggest party for her at 40 and you know bill he went out of his way and he just did the most he was like he found she was raised by her grandma because her mom was a heroin addict Mm -hmm. and um found some voice notes that her grandma had recorded put them on a video like had like Mm. Loads of things going on. <coughs> invited, got a whole cinema. Invited all of her friends. Sat down. And he he thought that was an amazing thing. This woman's bawling, so you can see her sobbing. One because she's not heard her grandma speak for so long. Two, mm. like how the hell? Like, are you going to show me this in front of people? And then like they had an argument after, and he just didn't understand why she wasn't like grateful. Yeah. <laughs> and he and she was just like, this is the biggest display of your ego, mm. and. Then after that, he basically just was like, I need to get it together. My wife isn't happy. Mm-hmm. It's because I'm, he was just trying to be seen by his mum who couldn't mm. see him and he wanted her to see him. And it was just all kind of, yeah. like, you know, like nuance, <laughs> like, like, wow, like, this is crazy. <laughs> and then he took two years out to read and yeah. just develop himself as a person. Yeah. And then, so this is why I'm all the that's what That's kind of what happened with me, actually. Really? I took a while out to like, to just get it together to and just, just get yeah. it together. He, because I made so to cut you but like uh, this kind of goes this answer goes into another one of our okay. questions as well <laughs> but I'm just answering it All I don't know if anyone's done this I might be the first to do this <laughs> yeah. but I'm just answering it serenity yeah, this yeah, is yeah. my way of doing it's it cool, it's cool but um, yeah like um, I feel like because one of your questions that you said was um, what do I feel like I can offer 
what exp- like with um what gets but after after um after pain yeah so gift. yeah yeah so why are the gifts that are born out so this is the question i normally ask at yeah. the end of the podcast <laughs> let's just do it now what gifts are what gifts have been born out of your traumatic experiences like i think like you kind of answered my question though with the okay. answer you had because that's the kind of conclusion i've come to mm. when you said being more human mm. i think the importance of being human people don't understand that mm. and i get it because it's like we're programmed with not being human. Like, they're yeah. trying to take us away from that. Like, I was in a group called Marvel yeah. for five years. Mm-hmm. That's my history. That's where everyone knows me from. Mm-hmm. And, like, everyone knows the Marvel characters. They're, like, superheroes. So mm-hmm. I genuinely thought in my mind, like, I'm a superhero. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So when I was having but this... Is that, I feel like men are so extreme. Like, I get that you did that because you're probably, like, the only guy that yeah. just be like, I'm a superhero. Yeah, I genuinely <laughs> thought, yeah, I'm a superhero. So yeah, when I was yeah. having, like, basic human experiences, yeah? Ah... Uh, I didn't know how to handle it. Because yeah. I was thinking, no, nah, you're not supposed to. Superman, no, not in that way. Superman, don't go through this. But you know what I mean? Like a super, a super. No, one of my best friends, he connects with whole kind of different level. Yeah, do you know like, what I, I mean? Do you like, know what I mean? He, like, he, he, he communicates his emotions <laughs> like he's Hulk. Yeah. So you don't so have to explain. No, you're not supposed to go through this. And like, yeah. if people become more human, it will help them with their human experiences on a day-to-day basis. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. self-love. That's like, I'm getting so much praises for it. I'm getting so much messages like, um, yo, Shocks, your song is so incredible. The meaning, I get it. I understand mm. the time we're in mm. and it's good for someone to speak about something like that. Mm. But that's that's like, that should be standard. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, what have they did? To, like, how have they got us where like... We're just so disconnected from ourselves. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Now? Do you know what I mean? To the point where I'm like, hey, mm. self-love. Yeah. And everyone's like, yo, he's talking like, so what are we talking yeah, about yeah. all the other times? Yeah, like, yeah, right, yeah. So it's like, like, I've got a book just to answer. I'm, I'm yeah, just yeah. flipping through the Just questions. the last I'm question to books is cool. So thought, <laughs> this is fun. Like, the, the listeners will be like, oh, this is different. <laughs> yeah. I should though. sometimes someone's got to come in and just, but um, <laughs> I've got three books here, yeah? Mm-hmm. This was the first one. Okay. Uh, 144,000 Human Principles. The Distinctions of Nuawabu. Yeah. Nuawabu, Paul Simmons, Nebu Maka, Ma'at. Yeah. Okay, that looks deep. <laughs> it's not even that deep. <laughs> and like, um, the girl I was talking about gave it to me. Do you mind if I see? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm going to take a picture of this. I probably, this. I reckon I can't find this on Amazon. You know, no, books, so I don't like, think so. I, I think it's one of the books you've got to get from like... Ah, right, so I I don't know about you. I don't even know. I say this, and then I think to myself, is this even a fact? But I feel like, uh, as a, um, black people, as young black people, for the most part, we all go through, like, our pro-black phase. Yeah. I say that I went through a pro, pro-black yeah. phase. I actually didn't, you know. Did you not? No. That's what I'm like, can I This is a that? pro-black book, which yeah. is funny, but, like, I didn't go through that phase, but this book just connected with me. So there is the, um, oh, man... This is me just showing my ass now. There was yeah. like, there, so there's the, is it the 42 principles of Ma'at? So then there's like, basically there's the like commandments. 10 commandments yeah, and yeah. then there's the Ma'at commandments yeah, yeah, where it's like, before. but this is 144. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like, yeah. what's the difference? This is the human principles. But yeah, um, 
So a book like this, yeah, a book like this, it's like a basic, and I like books like this, like, I feel like for me, I think this is why everyone, most people gravitate towards my, gravitate towards my freestyles on Instagram, Mm -hmm. because they're articulated in such a way that Mm. anyone can understand it. Yeah. You can show it to your kid. But that's education now. And that's how it should be. be. (laughs) Like this whole algebra stuff and making it complicated. I love books like this that like break it down, mm-hmm. and then they give you an exercise to do. Right. So I was literally was reading, yeah. caring. So caring is having the ability to the, to, appreci- to appropriately respond to the needs of others. Mm-hmm. That's caring. And then they'll give you an exercise. Your exercise here is to practice unconditional care, a faculty of love. This is to carry out good deeds That's for funny. others. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and then like... <laughs> no, that is necessary. That was like... you know what? You know what it says? I feel like we're both shouting at each other. Yeah. <laughs> it said, um, it's the ability to... Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's people lack the ability yes. because they don't have the exercises yes. and the, the lessons that no one's teaching them And now. this was like literally schooling me through it. Yeah. So I was literally <laughs> like... It was like homework. Uh-huh. I was literally carrying out exercises in a day today, yeah, and it's but so did weird. Did you feel excited to do that when you I'm were so excited? Yeah, to to like get a new lesson. Like, Let me try this today. I was so excited. I so And another thing, I feel like Kanye said it the other day. Like I listened to his rant. Mm. Um, I listened to his rant that he had of Donald Trump, and mm-hmm. obviously everyone was scrutinizing mm. the rant. But like, interested to see what you think about him actually, because you're gonna you'll have a you'll have a different. I like point. Kanye. Yeah, to I know what people. Kanye is on. Right. Okay. Like if me and Kanye sat down, he'd be like. Yes. He'll be like, bring him into my team. He understands. Like, but what Kanye is trying to communicate at the moment is way over people's comprehension. They're not going to get it. Do you think that he is but he's, using, like, not the right language, though? Because Will yeah, Smith said a similar thing. Yeah, yeah. Will Smith gets it too, though. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know Will Smith will get it. <laughs> and I was but just I like, think Kanye's it? approach mm-hmm. and the perception around him... If Will Smith was saying it, it would work. Right, because he's a likable character. Because he's a likable character. If Jay-Z said it, it, it would, would work. work. That's right. what the perception is. Do you know true. what I mean? But mm-hmm. I, I look past that. So I'm like, Kanye, you're onto something here. I get it. It makes sense with me. But I see why the majority of the world's not getting it. But Kanye said something in that Donald Trump interview that made so much sense. He was like, school's not exciting. Yeah. He was like, Instagram is exciting. <laughs> yeah. Like, you wanted, like, I've got notifications now. I can't wait to finish this podcast yeah. and see what's really good. It's exciting. <laughs> they need to, like, make school more. Yeah, Don't forget, these are kids you're talking to, yeah. you know, so they've got so much energy. That's why we love the, the fun teacher. Remember mm-hmm. the cool kind of, because that yeah, was exciting yeah. to us. Like, oh, do you know what I mean? Like, he gets this it. This person's like, normal. Do you know what I mean? So, so this book was exciting to me. I was like, yo, I like this. That's interesting. I like to read that because I feel like the lessons in that book, the yeah. exercises, could be I just feel like I'm going to be the kind of parent that sets my, my kids homework like yeah, life yeah. homework that, you, could use, like you that. could use that as homework that be, for your kids yeah. alright they're like your 10 year olds at the dinner table right let's talk about caring yeah <laughs> do you know, know what I mean today you're going to or tomorrow <laughs> you're going to go out and you're going to do and then we're going to talk about it at the dinner table like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's important so I'm going I'm to um, take a picture of that before you this leave this book um, Paul, Paul Simmons Simons, Paul Simons, someone told me, yo, you need to work with this kid. Mm. He's a sick artist. Mm-hmm. And I was longing it off for ages. And then I was like, do you know what, let me just do this. Mm-hmm. And I went to his house to meet him. And his name was Lavelle mm-hmm. Simons. Okay. So that's his son. 
Oh, is this like a British person? Yeah. Oh, a wow. Black, black British person made this. That's intense. Like, I didn't... His son, I went to see son. So like... That is crazy. Crazy, isn't it? Those, that goes back to a question of like stuff that I've seen that's aligned yeah. to show me this. Yeah. I mean, so I'm chatting to him and we're just talking about stuff, getting mm-hmm. to know each other because after I went through my phase where like I was building myself back up, mm-hmm. I made sure that everyone I work with and everything I do is going to be aligned with the, my beliefs. I'm going to create my own world. Mm. So this is my world. I just left friends just now. The video shoot I was at, mm. if I told them I was going to do a vulnerable uh, uh, interview, a vulnerable mm. podcast, come with me, they'll probably be like, do you know what I mean? But that's not your world. This is my world. Mm. I'm living in my world now. Mm-hmm. So I went to meet him. I went mm-hmm. to meet like different people. I said, you know, anyone I work with, I'm going to sit down with you first yeah. and talk to you and see we've connect. If we do not connect, I'm not just going to go yeah, fake yeah. in the studio. I can't do that anymore. Mm. So I sat down with him to speak, and we're just talking. And I'm, he would talk about what books do you read. Mm-hmm. And I told him about this book, and he was like, my dad wrote it. That's insane. And I was like, yo, you are my guy. And I spoke to him today, actually. He wanted to come to this. Really? You should have brought him? I know. I told him I'll talk to her mm-hmm. and see if you can get your own separate one okay. so you two can connect. How old is he? He's 26. Oh, okay, yeah. I, when you said kid, I was like 17. No, no, no. Which would also be fine. But yeah. like, yeah, definitely. He's 26. I spoke to him. He's like, my dad wrote it. We just connected. We've been making music ever since. We've wow. got an EP on Spotify now called Against the Grain. Okay. It's like sick. And that we is, spoke about this, what I'm doing yeah, now. Like, yeah, yeah. he helped me come up with the whole conscious like content that. idea. I like that. Like, we were just talking about how can we communicate what we're like the conversation me and him was just was having a conversation just like this this mm-hmm. has just got mics and a laptop mm-hmm. we was having one just like this and we was like how can we communicate have these conversations and make it cool to our generation mm-hmm. and who's like it's the way you brand it it's conscious crowd that's who we're not just one-sided that's what our parents that's what the parents are getting wrong mm-hmm. they want us just to be conscious and abandon the crowd because okay i feel like this is the first time i'm gonna articulate this outside of my head yeah you're right <laughs> I was like, I want to create a space where people like me can talk about these type of topics. Mm-hmm. And um, I had some self-doubt around it just because I'm like, who's going to listen to this little black girl? I've said that mm-hmm. so many times um, because it was a very real thought in my head. But like when I think about the platform growing and who I am, like I'm from an area very similar to Northumberland Park, yeah. but in Birmingham, mm-hmm. like like I've been, I've been around certain types of people that have like only experience vulnerability in extreme moments mm-hmm. stabbings mm. do you know what i mean yeah. so why are we only experiencing vulnerability like that i can connect with those people i am to a certain extent from i am those people yeah, yeah. and so then it's like but i'm still but i'm conscious and i feel like i'm progressive yeah. and i'm spiritual <laughs> but i'm yeah. still a bit hood at the yeah. same time and it's just like do i have That's to choose right. do i have to choose yeah exactly you why don't have to you choose just... and actually the package you as a package is going to um it's going to lead a lot of people to where they need to go because people are going to be able to... It's the whole kind of, like, street pasta vibe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was I mean? like, why can't you just put both of them together? Yeah. Because I see... I just came from the most... If you saw where I just came from just now, it's the, <laughs> the most hoodest place. And that's the crud side of me. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. And when I say crud, it don't even necessarily mean that you participated in stabbings and nah. just being raised in that environment, like, in a crud environment, yeah. like where you said where you come from. And then, but I'm conscious enough to be able to come here and articulate myself. You can wear two, two different hats. Like, I can walk into the uh, the biggest shubs, like, and sit in the corner and, and not feel intimidated. Yeah. Shubs, party. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> not feel intimidated. Exactly. People are smoking everywhere. I don't need to smoke. Exactly. I'm, good, I'm there. But it's because of 
like the environments they've been raising, but the gifts that we have is yes. the ability to communicate yeah, that across exactly. borders. Yes. And the biggest self doubt in me was just like, um, should I should I do that? Should I do that? Are people gonna think this? Are people gonna do think yeah. that? And then I was just like, nah, let's get it done. Conscious cred. I understand it. It makes exactly. so much sense. Exactly, and that's what me and Lavelle was talking about. He was like, yeah, it's conscious pride. This is what we've got to do, and. So I've just been pushing it and everyone's been so receptive to it. It's yeah. like it just clicks in their mind. And, and you know what I mean? to like, be fair, I thought about it. I, so I saw the hoodie and I was like, I actually like this. I don't rep. This I hoodie, can't rep, you know. I this can't hoodie got me my deal. Really? Got me signed. When I spoke to my A&R on the phone yeah. and I said, this is another thing that was a bit crazy. Mm. When I did the photo shoot for these hoodies, I wanted my friends to wait for me to put it up first mm. and then they put it up. Mm-hmm. But I said, you know what? It don't matter, man. You don't just put it up mm. and then I'll put it up in my own time. My A&R that mm-hmm. signed me, mm-hmm. I said, how did you hear of me? Like, just yeah, out of curiosity, yeah, yeah. how did he even come across me? Mm. He said on his timeline, he saw a conscious crud hoodie and he was like, oh, I like that. Who is that? And then it he tagged it. me, yeah, yeah. and it went onto my page, mm-hmm. and then he saw Self Love, and was like, yo, this song's amazing. That's, so, like... Hold on. So, did the whole signing thing happen real quick? Quick. Alignment. <laughs> yeah, real quick. Real wow. quick. So, he said he saw the hoodie, and mm. then he was like, whose hoodie's that? And they tagged me in it, so he went on my page and saw Self Love. He was like, this song's bagging. Then yeah. he, he DM'd me. But, <laughs> this is what I wanted to tell you. It's so crazy. Before he DM'd me, yeah. a day before that, basically someone else was meant to help me push the song out, mm-hmm. but they, they was a bit busy. Mm-hmm. They had stuff to do. So I was in limbo. I didn't know what I was doing with the song. Mm. So I remember the day before he DM'd me, I was sitting there and I was like, God, like, what am I going to do? Because mm. like, my friend, the week before, my friend Otis, I'm going to say his name, <laughs> big up Otis, yeah, he's just got a new job mm-hmm. and he was like to me, shocks. I'm working at this place. I can put in a good word for you if mm. you want. I'll get your name top, like at the top. Like I can get you this job. It's okay. No one will see you as well. It's a factory job, so you can do it on a low key. <laughs> and I remember I was in my room and I was considering. I was like, should I call Otis and yeah. do this job? And then literally the next day, I got a DM from this A and R saying, "Yo, love your song. Thinking of signing it." And I was like, nah, this sounds like Mandem. No yeah. disrespect to my brothers. No, 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 yeah, but but like, yeah. <laughs> I just, do you know what I mean? Like, no disrespect to my brothers. Please don't be like, what does he mean to sound like Mandem? But you know how, you know what it is. Yeah. I just felt like, oh, this, this ain't serious. Yeah. But one of my friends mm. follows them. So when I went on the Instagram, I saw one of my friends that I'm in a group chat with follows them. Mm. So I was like, let me screenshot this and show him. Mm-hmm. So I screenshot that. I was like, yo. Is this person a, a, a real thing? Who? The guy in the group chat? Yeah, no, no, yeah. So like, did you say, did you like screenshot it, send it to your friend and ask him about Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So I screenshotted it and I asked my friend, yo, um, do you know who these people are? Because you're following them. Who's that fam? They're massive. Okay. I was like... So yeah, like I've always known that. You're very blessed and highly... I'm so excited for you. I don't think yeah. I like... I don't know you in it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm so excited because I just know that like your, your story is going to heal a lot of people. Yeah. Um... And these types of conversations, one, remind, like I know that God is real and I know that when you're in purpose, things align, but these are yeah. just reminders. Yeah, definitely. It's a reminder that to keep on path, keep on path, yeah, yeah. keep on path. And that was a big, that, that reminder, like, made me let go. Mm, surrender. That was the reminder that that's, made me surrender. And I think that's the yeah. point everyone's trying to get to. Because we hold on a little point. bit, mm. God does something wonderful in our life, we say thank you, then we get back to stress and holding on. Mm. But this one, because the day before, you were I was about saying, 
I'm going to quit. What should I do? Mm. And then the deal came the day after. Mm-hmm. I was like, from this point on, I'm surrendering. Because mm-hmm. I know I'm meant to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, I have all timings for it to come. It came the day before I broke. Mm. And I actually, I basically surrendered, actually, if you yeah, think about yeah. it the day before. Yeah. I actually gave up me thinking about, and I said, yo, like, should I take, do you know what I mean? Like, mm. that was a real moment. That was a vulnerable moment again. And so, then... Go yeah, no, go ahead. <laughs> so, I want to talk a little bit about your mental health journey because, yeah. like, you mentioned earlier on that you posted the picture <coughs> yeah. of you in the hospital. When did this, like, so you're 30 now. Yes, 30. Um, what, yeah, talk a little bit about, tell me about your mental health this journey. Happened. Like, when it's, when, when you first, the moment, the age and the moment when you first started thinking something isn't right and then take it from there. Do you know what? My mental... It's funny, my name Chocolate as well, because it, my mum was laughing about this, and I laugh about it. It came as, like, a shock. Why? <laughs> because it was, like, there was no signs before, mm-hmm. prior. It's not like I was acting weirdly, or there was no signs prior. It was just, like... Now, looking back on it, thank God for hindsight, now looking back on it, I see how I got how I had the breakdown. I had the breakdown right. in 2000 and... End of 2011, coming on 2012. Okay. And I understand what was around it. Mm-hmm. So basically, the mindset I was in mm-hmm. at the time, I was waking up spiritually. I was having a spiritual awakening, mm-hmm. which is a major part. Oh, I kind of <laughs> want to ask questions about that now. Okay, do you finish and I'll go no, back. No, what did you want to ask? What, so you, 2011. Yes. My mouth is shit, but it's telling me maybe that you're about 22, 23. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Around that time. Um, you were having a spiritual awakening. What do you mean? It's different for everybody. Yeah, I can't. Oh. <laughs> like, what were you coming? So, my spiritual awakening was when I was at college. College was a lot for me. And, <laughs> yeah. and I had to fill out a form. And the form was like, are you Christian? And I just felt weird. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was. Like, yeah. last year. But I don't think I believe this stuff anymore. And yeah. so, I just ticked. Um, nothing and yeah. then but I didn't just tick nothing I didn't start thinking about it and thinking about yeah. it and thinking about <laughs> yeah. it and then I started and then the guys that I was hanging around at the time like I I do you know I'm going to shout them all out you know because it's like <laughs> when I was 22, 23 I had um, I've always so I moved out of my mum's house when I was 16 mm-hmm. there's a lot of abusive things that was happening in my mum's mm-hmm. house I've always been the girl with the free yard mm-hmm. right what that meant is like everyone, the parties were at my house everyone was I was like the guy, the girl used to have all the key people at the house, cook for everybody. Yeah, yeah. That was just me trying to find connection. Yeah, 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 like, do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But what would happen was, um, I, ha- I just kind of ended up with this like group of MCs that were just around me all the time, partly because it was, like I said, I had a free yard, but they used mm-hmm. to come, smoke, and just reason. And we just all used to be sitting there till like two o'clock in the morning just like having the deepest conversations about the universe and mm. aliens and all kind of things yeah. i feel like we've all been there but i really feel blessed that's that's that's, for, that's a, for me yeah be blessed to have been a part of that like for years yeah um and that really made me kind of like think about my own spirituality because they were all coming from different spaces some of them were rastafarian mm-hmm. um i taught vegan some of them were from like christian backgrounds but just saw things like and these are <laughs> you know like we're like we're like the first YouTube generation yeah. when we're finding shit on YouTube <laughs> <laughs> and then coming back and being like, oh my God, Bafa met this. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. all these kind of crazy yeah. and you're just like, what the hell? Yeah. So anyways, um, so that for me was my spiritual awakening because outside of the fact that I was questioning whether I was a Christian or not, yeah. I had all these guys around me that was like, 
that was basically smoked all the time and yeah. were just always like on this deep level of reasoning. Yeah, yeah. I was the sober one that was just taking in the yeah, information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as a sober human being, I didn't find what they were saying to yeah, be foolishness. Yeah. It yeah. still made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then, and then it just went on and on. And then after that, I found your own way. Well, no, I went. I got into. I I fell into a coma. Yeah. So I um had this thing called encephalitis. Mm-hmm. Fell into a coma. Came out of the coma and had everyone and their mum telling me to give my life to Jesus because mm-hmm. he had saved me. In it. Yeah. And I, and I couldn't refute that because I was just like, clearly God has saved me. I was yeah, supposed yeah. to die. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then I tried to give my life to Jesus, but what? <laughs> see what happened was, yeah. <laughs> I went to church and my friend. I had a lot of guy friends at the time. He brought me to church with him. He's he was he's um like real cute back in well he's cute I suppose now but mm. he I've never that's never been our thing. I remember walking into the church with him and getting the biggest daggers from the girls <laughs> in the church and my body like changed I felt yeah. the energy change and, my, and I sat down and he was sitting next to me he fell asleep because I don't know he just yeah. he fell asleep and and the girls were saying at me and I was just like I did not I literally came to see whether I was trying to give my life to Jesus yeah, and I'm yeah. getting daggered by these girls yeah, yeah. I don't understand like I don't want him mm-hmm. I'm not here for that and I just c- I couldn't compute mm-hmm. and I get really angry about like religious type things yeah. so then I left that church and then I started to look into Islam and Rastafarianism yeah. and Buddhism and whatever <laughs> and I've just been on the journey ever since so like so there's like life things that happened to me that yeah. made me kind of like think about religion and spirituality in a different way and and I'll tell you the one one thing because I'm just like proper best. Yeah. I have you heard of the challenge, which is like um it's like a youth program in the summer no. to take kids on like. So I was um like the lead youth worker right now, and I had a like trainee like support mentor working with me, and she was Hindu. So one day she dropped me home, and we just started talking about heaven and hell in the car. Her being Hindu, she had a whole different way of looking at heaven and hell, and she said to me that she believes that um, there's no heaven and there's no hell. You either create good karma or bad karma Definitely. while you're on earth. Yeah. And when you die, if you've created good karma, you um, come back to earth as a higher form. Mm-hmm. If you create bad karma, you go back to earth as a lower form. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, so what happens? Like, where's the ultimate? She was like, well, the ultimate is that you, you like transcend and transcend and transcend mm-hmm. and then you just go into the like spirit of the universe mm-hmm. and you just keep it flowing mm-hmm. and that makes sense mm-hmm. i was like how does that make that makes so much sense i mean i've kind of altered it now with my own way of thinking mm-hmm. but that was the first time when i was just like it clicked. now i now i have freed myself from this heaven and hell thing i feel more free to live yes because i'm not living to die and go mm-hmm. to one of these places i did a freestyle about, did you see the freestyle i did about I don't, that i can't remember i've seen so many i did a freestyle <laughs> about that about um if there wasn't no heaven, no afterlife, would you still follow Muhammad, follow after Christ? People only do things for what's in it for them. Mm-hmm. And that whole freestyle was it's just me. That freestyle was just me saying that let's do things for the pure intent of doing it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And that that way you can see if you really want to do it. Yeah. Because most of you people that are doing what you're doing, mm-hmm. you're only doing it for a, for an ending outcome, and for then, heaven. Can or, you? Can you? But it's and like. I, and sorry to cut you, sorry, but it's like the reason you. why that made so much sense to me because mm-hmm. life shows you everything. Mm. When I started doing music, the funnest times mm. is when I did it purely for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. Ask Jay-Z, ask Kanye, ask everyone. You start with knowing, literally, mm-hmm. you're doing it because you just want to express mm. yourself and you've got a gift and you want to share it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the world comes in and then you have to get signed to maintain, you've got to make money and you've got mm-hmm. to get to a record label. But I was like, oh my God, life's showing me this. Like every and it's funny that 
the people that do succeed, if you go and talk to them and say, why are you doing this? They will tell you, I'm genuinely doing this for the passion and the art, but mm. everything else just came. I got money from it, I got things. And the ones that don't make it are the ones that coincidentally are the mm. ones that says, I'm doing this because I'm trying to fuck girls from this, mm. or I'm trying to get free clothes from this. Mm-hmm. The intent's not pure. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it's like but, that but, makes... But it, the intent's not pure. And what I have never been able to understand, and this is, this is like I said, when I came back from the coma, everyone was like, you need to give your life to Jesus. Yeah. Imagine if I did. But then it's like, <coughs> I could have the worst intentions, mm-hmm. but because I've given my life to Jesus, I'm gonna, I'm expecting to get into heaven. Mm-hmm. If God is God in the way how Christians mm-hmm. define him to be and Jesus and all that, he's gonna know that. Yeah, yeah. Like, like mm-hmm. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is like a baseline. Like mm-hmm. you cannot outsmart God. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I had to understand that on a very real level because I know, like, I just know, like, from my own personal experience and family members and people, like, Christians that move mad, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's just like, how are you expecting God to not know what mm-hmm. you're doing? <laughs> just, that's it's just why, really wild to me. That's why I decided to, I think we kind of got the same kind of relationship with mm-hmm. God as well. Mm-hmm. I've got, like, a personal relationship. Yeah. That makes sense to me because if I can communicate with the universe... Now, mm. I've got a head on my shoulders and I can send thoughts out mm-hmm. wherever I am. Then that means I can talk to God wherever I am. Yeah. That makes sense to me. <laughs> so when I'm at home, I can literally sit there and have a conversation. When I'm on the train, I can be to myself and have... So I was like, I don't need the pressures of like going church and mm. I've got nothing against it. I feel like, I feel like different things help people realise different things. Right. So it's Did like... Did you get the message, basically? Let me say The whole thing is, you've got all of these different religions mm-hmm. and they all preach love and they mm-hmm. all preach, you know, like, respect of God and mm-hmm. a higher power. My thing, I don't I don't care what people do or what they sign up to. It's like, are you getting the message? Are you That's getting it. the end message? You just articulated everything for me. That's <laughs> are you it. getting if it? If you've got a goal to Islam... Golden, to get the end message, yeah, yeah. please. Go. If that's what gets you to the end message, yeah, get yeah. there. Mm-hmm. If you've got to go to the the, the, the guy at the sweet shop mm-hmm. that pulls you to the side and talks to you and that gets you the end message, mm-hmm. don't be mad at me that I never got my end message the from church. Yeah, Just yeah, yeah. be happy mm-hmm. that I got the end message. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. the problem if I don't get the end message. Mm-hmm. I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to drag us to church so they think that's what's going to get us the end message. But everyone's way is different. Mm-hmm. It's, there's not one Nando's, you know? There's like they're Nando's in Birmingham. Exactly, because there's certain people that can't get <laughs> to the London Zeno. one. So they've got, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. But yeah, my spiritual awakening, you you, you oh, yeah. articulated everything for me. It's mm-hmm. like when you're talking, you're talking about my life. Mm-hmm. But it was so similar to yours. Like me and my friends, we just had this period where like we used to stand under my block late night, you know. If someone yeah. saw us, they probably think we're on a... And they do. <laughs> and that's, an, that's another thing about police and all them kind of things. Because like, you could just, you could have just been reasoning. Yeah, it was reasoning. <laughs> but we was having deep reasons and yeah, reasoning yeah. late nights. Like, yeah, we used to stand yeah. outside the block. I don't know what happened. Mm. There was definitely a shift in air. I believe that. Because something just clicked where, like, our conversations just changed. Mm. We just started talking about real shit. But it didn't happen to everybody. Right. That's yeah. the key mm-hmm. that that everyone that we need to remember. Mm. It ha- not trying to single us out like we're chosen or like, but like, it happened to. I realized that it happened to everybody because there's certain people I tried to talk to about it, mm. and they're looking at me like, "What you want?" And I'm like, "Oh, you're probably not just not there yet." Yeah, exactly. That's it. You're probably oh, not there me. yet. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was just that time for me at mm-hmm. that time. So I was going for a spiritual awakening at that time, 
and another thing that's happening at that time is that musically, mm-hmm. I got my identity from music. I spoke, okay, this is the moment. Who, <laughs> who were you listening to at the time? I was listening to bullshit at the time. Okay. Oh, at the time of the shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was listening to Kendrick. Right. Because there's always, there's always an artist <laughs> yeah, yeah, that you can align with. Yeah, there yeah. Was, I was listening to Kendrick. Yeah, okay. And I heard, I don't know if you heard Section 80. Um. Oh, wow. I feel like I have. I, I'm such a Kendrick fan, but I'm also like not that deep into that. Like, I heard <laughs> Section 80 and I was like, that's like a mixtape. Is that like before swimming pools or all that? That's before swimming pools and all that. That's before all of that. My friend was, because like, what happens is when you start making this transition, mm-hmm. everyone can see it. So everyone, like, you start aligning things to guide yeah. you. So people yeah. start saying, "Hair shocks, take this. Yeah, Hair shocks, you happens. should listen to this. Hair, yeah. I think this will interest you. And that's what was happening to me. I was yeah, getting yeah. bombarded with stuff everywhere. Yeah. So someone was like, yo, shocks, listen to Section 80. Yeah. And I listened to it and I was like, wow. oh, my God, <laughs> who is this kid? Yeah. And he was like... Oh. I know exactly what you mean. Like for me, differently, musically, right? Musical, musically, it was more neo soul. Yeah. Obviously, like I was out here banging. Well, I was because the people that I was dating at the time, they were all dealer heads and all into like popular, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that kind of pop. So that's just next level. But um, the India, I read did the same for me, <sighs> and like Jill Scott <laughs> and Music Soul Child and all of those people. Because I was like, you know what it was? I was able to art- India, I read, articulate, especially with um, Acoustic Soul, that album, and Voyage to India. She articulated what I wanted to feel in the future, <laughs> but I wasn't able to do it yet because I just wasn't there. It was. I felt like it was a safe space to kind of be like, this is who you can become. You're just, you're just, do you know what I mean? You're just, you're just explaining <laughs> my life. <laughs> oh my God, but like, yeah. I found India Irie recently. Really? Yeah, I'm late to the party. Wow! I'm late. I found literally four months ago. Oh, wow. So I know what you're feeling. I'm late, but I'm happy I did yeah. because I can't imagine what it will feel like. Have you listened like. to Acoustic Soul and Voyage to India? Have you I've listened to everything. Right, spot, everything. Like, don't start with the new stuff. No, the I've new stuff is to good, everything. but the old stuff is just like next I've listened level. to, is it, um, what's it, Somethification? Something. I know what you're talking about. Um, I know what you're talking about. I get it. I get it up in a minute. But yeah, she's got a song called Ready for Love. I've listened uh, to Perfect Man. I've listened what to these everything. Yeah, she's, the same she's girl. Very, you know the same girl that I was telling you about. That brought me in the yeah, books. Whitney. I went to her house. Yes. And she was like, <laughs> she was playing. I think she did this on purpose just to plant the seed. Right. And she was playing some songs, and I was like, Yo, what's that? Yeah, yeah. Like the song was hitting me because I'm that kind of person. I'll stay quiet, mm-hmm. but if the message is hitting me. I'm like, Yo, this is deep. She's just playing songs, mm-hmm. and she played. Um, I forgot what song she played, and I was like, Yo, what's that? And she's like, it's India Ari, don't you know? And I was like, I went home. I felt like she gave me the same moment Kendrick gave me, yeah. but just as a female. Yeah. But what's funny is that I've heard her name all my life. Oh, okay. Like you I've heard, but I just didn't listen. You just didn't take it I wasn't. I wasn't like, like what you said is perfect. Like yeah, yeah. I wasn't in that frequency yet. Yeah. I came, so it doesn't matter. You came into it when you were ready to. I came when you're ready. I think yeah, everything yeah. happens when you're ready. Mm. Like I came when I was ready. I wasn't so, and that makes sense. Now I get it. How you can talk to certain people mm. and it's just going way over their head because mm. they're not ready, and then you can have the same conversation with them the year later, and they're like, I you know get what? It. There's a guy who. Um, who I interviewed for this podcast last week, and he said, like, his, one of his biggest realisations is, like, knowing that there were eight 
billion different realities on mm-hmm. this planet mm-hmm. all happening at the same time. And and it makes you feel tiny because you realise that you're only yeah. living <laughs> yeah, your yeah. one and yeah. everybody else is living yeah. completely different. And it just made me think that like, you're right. Like, I came into India when I was in college, but that was the right time for so, me. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I'm still making my way through. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, we all have, we're all getting the message in mm-hmm. different ways. Exactly. Like, so it's like tailor-made spirituality. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so it's like, um, my friend was playing India. I went home and I listened to it and I was like, yeah i was like this i did it's the same way when i had kenji exactly when i had her i was like i follow her and instantly i went to find her and this, i was like wherever you are whatever you're doing in the world today yeah. i want to know about she it just released the podcast didn't she oh has she, has she yeah i haven't listened to it yet but she just got into podcasting i followed her on she released a new song the other day as well i didn't know about that i don't know i followed her on instagram followed mm-hmm. everything i was mm-hmm. just like yo she mm-hmm. is incredible i had her on repeat mm-hmm. I felt like she was, she, she's, sorry to cut you, but she is doing what I want to do musically. Okay. I felt like she healed me Mm. after I was finished with Mm. her catalog. Do you know what I mean? And that's what I want to do. Like my name's Shocker. I have got an acronym for it. And Mm. I say spiritual healer. Others can know is around him. I did. Oh, wow. But I've never said that. Why have you never said that out loud? Because I haven't had the opportunities to right, like say okay. it, but like, and that's what I feel like we all are when we awaken. Spiritual to it, healer, others can know. Spiritual oh. healer, others can know is around them. And okay. what I mean by that is that when you start becoming vulnerable, mm-hmm. not only do you heal yourself, mm-hmm. but you give others around you the chance to open up and become vulnerable too. And that's exactly what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I felt like she did to me yeah. when I finished the catalog. Yeah. I was like. Yo, mm-hmm. I felt like a new person. Like <laughs> I know that you're feeling, and I feel like I just need to go back and listen because there were so many songs like that. Like I cried so much, like hearing that. Because, like I said, for me at the time when I was hearing it, mm-hmm. I was so closed down to emotion yeah, yeah, that yeah. she was she was articulating things that I knew that I wanted to feel, but I couldn't feel yet. Mm-hmm. So I just held on, yeah, holding on to her words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like I said, the song called Beautiful Surprise. Yeah. Because like, at the time I was a singer. So like, yeah. and then I was just like overwhelmed by like how so many of her songs had like no choruses. They would just go on and on and on, but it's taking you to like different places. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, India Ivy is a thing. She, uh... <laughs> oh my God, let me look through my questions because we've just gone around and around and I feel like, no, I did ask you a question actually before yeah. we were on So you said that... Um, so I asked you about your journey with mental health. Yeah, and then so basically what happened was I was going through a spiritual awakening. I'm yeah. showing you my mindset that yeah, I was yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, how, it's helpful. Yeah. So I was going through a spiritual awakening and I had nobody around me like that. Obviously I had my little circle, Yeah. but I wasn't with them mm. constantly. Mm-hmm. So like I had no one around me to really talk to mm. like I do now. Mm-hmm. Now I've actually got a tribe of people I can talk to if I'm feeling like that way. Mm-hmm. I could even phone you now. You've become my tribe. <laughs> yeah. Hey, like, what do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. that wasn't there before. Mm-hmm. And Instagram wasn't. Instagram was, Instagram played a pivotal part in my journey. Okay. The way I use Instagram, you can tell it's different to everyone else. Mm-hmm. I actually use it to express myself, to vent, mm-hmm. to share topics, to have dialogues. But, um, and there's so much other pages I see on Instagram as well. That's helped me realise, oh, that was the mindset I was in. So, do you know what I mean? I wasn't going crazy. I just didn't know how to process it and articulate it mm. or have confirmation. You didn't have the tools. I didn't have the tools. Yeah. So, and another thing I was going through, as I was telling you, musically, my identity came from music. Yeah. Like, 
I didn't know myself as a person. Let me just be honestly real. Like, I didn't know who I was. I just did music and I got this name from music, but I didn't know me. I never asked myself personal questions. I never dived into my character. I knew nothing about myself. So what happened was the group I was in, we were signed to a label mm -hmm. and then that label decided that they don't want to do any more music with us anymore. Mm -hmm. And we had to come back to our parents' house. Everything broke so down. So when you got signed, you got the advances and you got all of that. Everything. Right, I didn't even realise you were doing proper label things. Proper, like, Marvel <laughs> right. is not even to toot my own horn, but, yeah. like, if you type Marvel on YouTube, would, yeah. well, check it out. there's a whole history. Like, I met yeah. Drake. Yeah. I met Drake. Mm. I met Rihanna. I met Tyler, the creator. There's a whole history of things. Wow, okay. So you can imagine being that high. Yeah, yeah, And I'm then tall. losing everything. Yeah. And not knowing how to deal with it. I know how to deal with it now, mm. but obviously I've, I had to go through that experience and I had to rebuild myself. Mm. But at that time, you're 21, 22, you can imagine the pressures I'm feeling. Everyone's mm. seen you in the ends. Hey, what happened to you? Why are you back? <laughs> what happened? Even a, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Even a strong person, it might shake a little bit, yeah, let yeah, alone yeah. someone that doesn't know himself. Yeah. And another thing that contributed as well, which I'm starting to realise now looking back at my life, is that I'm an only child and I've been spoiled. So I never had difficult situations in my life before. Mm -hmm. So that situation completely shook me up. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. Wait, I was... Yeah, go on. I explore that a little bit, you know, in other podcasts. Um, you're, you're a single... You're only child to a single parent mum. Mm -hmm. And there's, this, there's a mother wound where mm -hmm. your, your mums or mums of young boys mm -hmm. shield them from the world in that mm -hmm. way. They have... Mums of boys are so much more on top of their young boys than they are girls. It's like the girls are able to kind of like navigate the world and like be. It's, it's really it's such a weird thing to say, but it's it's definitely true in my mind. It's like we're just we're expected to we're expected to kind of go through more as women. Mm -hmm. So and our parents raise us in that way, or our mums <laughs> raise us in that way. And they safeguard the boys, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That's just another cultural thing that I've come to understand. Yeah, like the like way I how was... boys and girls are raised in, in, in African and black culture and Caribbean culture is completely different. Mm -hmm. I was <coughs> I was extremely safeguarded. Yeah. Like yeah. my mum, not to get too personal, but she had two miscarriages mm -hmm. before me. Mm -hmm. So So you were a miracle baby as well. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> like I was extremely so you can imagine how she's looking at me. Like yeah, she's, yeah, like she's looking. Actual pressure. Yo, yeah, yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean? So she's trying to really, and it's like, that was a good, it was a good thing. It was negative. It's got its pros and cons. But the con to it is that like, it kept me in a bubble. Mm. So I didn't really have real life experiences. Mm. So I didn't know how to handle real life experiences. Mm -hmm. So losing everything, that yeah. happens to people. And it's like, I wasn't prepared for that. Mm -hmm. And I ended up having a mad breakdown from mm -hmm. it. And like, so was it was was it um, just a breakdown? Was it like did they call it anything? Did the hospital? They they called it um, they called it manic depression. Okay. Which is basically bipolar. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, manic depression. And I didn't know that. I did I know that? I don't think I knew that. Like it's the same. They you can be interchangeable. Like the terms are interchangeable. I'm not sure. I just looked it up. Right. And it said bipolar as well, and I was like, okay, <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> but they called it manic depression, and like. Um, yeah, that was a breakdown I had, and then I had another breakdown, mm -hmm. and then another breakdown. So, in what time frame did you have those three two breakdowns? Two years apart. Okay. 
And then So um, were you in and out of the hospital and then the... coming back out, having another breakdown, going yeah, back in? Yeah. My uncle was way my uncle when I was raised, my uncle was in and out of hospital, he was sectioned, yeah. he had schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. So I'm like like I know what I I, I know what it's Kinda, like Kinda, yeah, yeah. Not to be on the but to go into that space. Yeah, yeah. Because I can see it in my mind now mm-hmm. going into the hospitals mm-hmm. and just like how different it is to other hospitals, yeah, normal yeah. hospitals. Yeah. Um so I get it. If we used to go in and out, in and out, in yeah. and out that's traumatic in itself. It's very traumatic. Like, so, um, that's another reason why, like, when I signed my deal, it was so special mm. because everyone knows that journey. Mm-hmm. And when you're saying as well about gifts that you can offer, mm-hmm. I felt like my thing that I can offer, basically, I got this philosophy here yeah, that every day you come in contact with three people. Mm. You come in contact with the past version of yourself the present version of yourself mm-hmm. and the future version of so yourself. <laughs> you come in contact with the past version, the present version and the future version of yourself. Right now, I'm in contact with the present version. Mm. Me and you are presently mm-hmm. on the same level. Mm. We think the same. Yeah, we yeah. shared similar experiences. Mm-hmm. We've got similar belief systems mm-hmm. presently. Then the future version is like Will Smith. He's the future version of mm-hmm. me. Like he's the version I'm trying to get to mm-hmm. that he can give me advice. Then you've got the past version. That's the only version I can truly affect. I can't affect the future version because he's done what I've done. I can't affect the present version, really, because you're on the same level as me. Yeah. Now, everything I do now is for that past version, the person okay. that's in the experience that I just you left. You just kind of answered another one of my questions, but yeah. in a sick way. Hold on, let me just ask that question now. Um, yeah, what would you have... Yeah, what do you wish you would have known, in a way? But it's kind of... I suppose you kind of have... It's kind of what could you have taught your past younger version. self. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like you answered that question, but you exactly. can. So the past version of me is who I'm trying to pour all my information to all the time. Right. Like Whenever I'm doing these freestyles, it's for everyone, but it's generally for that person that's in the experience that I just left. Mm-hmm. That's who like I'm trying to communicate with. And I feel like the person that's in the experience that I just left... When they see that deal, mm. that image in their mind mm-hmm. means that no matter what you're going through, mm-hmm. you can turn your situation around. Mm-hmm. That's what that deal means. And that's what I want to represent. Like, because I know so many people that when I talk to them about their mental health situations, they say the same thing, but I don't see the other side of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't see how I'm going to get through this. Whereas, that's what made me hang on. Even when I was going through my situations, I felt the same way. I was like, yo, I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. But then I thought, if I do make it through, I don't even need to speak to somebody. Let just me... them, just them. What was you going to say? I just feel like <laughs> you're in my head. Because, so, so I was in the coma. I had the coma situation. Yeah. And I've had other things that have happened to me. And people have said the same thing to me, how? Yeah. Why? And like, how do you see, like, how do you know that there's another side? Yeah. My thing, I've always said to myself, in my brain, just to myself, is yeah. that there is no way I'm going to experience this to not basically do amazing things after. Yeah. There's just no way. Yeah. One, because other people need to know mm-hmm. that they can escape these types of situations. Mm-hmm. And two, because this, like, this is not my life. Mm-hmm. My life isn't my, my present. And, it can't, and, I, and I had that conversation from when I was 16 in my head. I always knew that... It was temporary. It was shit. It was shit, and it was it broke me. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't forever. Yeah. And I think that knowing that, even in my deepest subconscious, has it allowed me through. to be here. Exactly. And I think you have to know that. Exactly. You have to have that knowing inside exactly. of you. And like, um, I just knew. I just mm-hmm. knew. Like, if I pull through it, 
just telling the story and people seeing me. I don't even need to speak because we're humans. We, we, we learn by copying. Mm. I was watching something on Instagram the other day where a father and a son, a father was doing the moonwalk mm-hmm. and the baby tried to, to do it naturally. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So that mm-hmm. means there's people that I'm not even going to reach mm. physically to talk to how we're talking to, mm-hmm. but just that picture, they don't even need to meet me to have that conversation. Just that picture is going to be like, oh my God, Shocks did it. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? And they can turn around their situation. So that's a gift I think I can offer. And another thing I, can, I think I can offer is that I'm well balanced. Mm-hmm. I've had so many, I've had the polar opposites of all situations. Mm-hmm. I've been Hi. mega at the top of my game. Mm-hmm. I just mentioned Drake, Rihanna. These are people that are top 10 A-list in the world. Yeah, Drake, Rihanna, Tyler. I've met all these people. Rich, Chip, Tiny mm-hmm. Temper, everyone. I told of diversity, everyone. I've met top. Then I've had the balance. I've gone into like a mental health hospital and not trying to say that these people are not important, but in the eyes of society, they're like downgraded. They'll say they're yeah. downgraded. And I've met had beautiful conversations with them too. I've met all... I can just imagine yeah. the conversations that you had yeah. in I've met like different people... Um, I've schooled over here. Mm-hmm. So I've been to like four or five, I got kicked out of bear schools. I've schooled over here. Mm-hmm. And then I got shipped to Nigeria for two years. Mm-hmm. I went boarding school. I like so many, <laughs> I am meeting so many men that have been shipped to Nigeria. <laughs> yeah, I was naughty. My mum was like, no, you're gone. Did you, okay, just, I've not asked this question. When you went to Nigeria, mm. did you meet other British kids over there? That yeah. So you guys are just like. You bet up. And you know what? Also, within yourself, that is a traumatic experience. It's culture shock. Right. And I just feel like, Ah, oh, this is so stressful to yeah. me. I thought I had to talk to you about this after because I'm still trying to reason in yeah. my mind about this. But I just feel like ag- acknowledging the fact that you're out of London, you're away from your mum, you're in this completely... Even even though you are Nigerian, you're in a different country, in a boarding school, because you're not in boarding school mm-hmm. in England. Mm-hmm. All of these things are traumatic experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, the way how you're disciplined in school is completely different. Like, one of this, this guy that told me that he used to have to, like, he was in boarding school, he had to go collect his water to bathe every day. Yeah. And, like, that's mad. And then you come back and you have to assimilate back to British culture mm-hmm. and everyone just is like, keep it moving, keep it moving. When are you processing what happened? And, um, yeah, that just gets, it really, I feel that, like, because I feel like every other Nigerian that I meet that's under, the, between the ages of 25 and 30... <laughs> has been shipped. Has been shipped. Yeah. And it's just, it's like, what the hell? Like, not to say, and this is not me judging the parents. Mm-hmm. This is me saying, okay, well, what did you do to grieve that loss in your life when you went over there and you had, you were going through that trauma and you came back? Even, even, you know what, if I'm going to place blame... I don't want to play this blame, but if I'm going to play this blame, I'm like, when the schools received you back in the country, because the school knew you was gone for two years, yeah. what did they do to help you get back into your flow, yeah. do your exams, Nothing. and whatever else? Because in Birmingham, it wasn't, no one's going back to Jamaica, but all of the Asian kids were going back to Bangladesh yeah. and coming back married <laughs> and whatever yeah. else. And it's like, no, everyone just kept it moving. Yeah, yeah. Like, why weren't they sent to therapy? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. we all knew where they went. Yeah. Anyways, that's just the rant. Like, just because I'm hearing it too often now, and it, the, it's different now because we're all thirty plus. Mm-hmm. And so for now, I'm just like, well, no. And now I'm seeing how that joke when we were all in year nine, people were getting shipped back and forth. <laughs> it was funny then. Yeah, but but I'm seeing the effects yeah. of what that had on people now, and it's just, just too many. There's yeah. too many of us it's from true. all over the diaspora that it's were getting true. shipped. And another thing you just touched on therapy because I think there's a question about therapy. Yeah, there too. is a therapy. Did you have therapy? Did you have therapy in the hospital or do have you had it since? No, but I had someone that I used to talk to like every week. Right. Is that therapy? Well, not, not well, intense therapy, mm-hmm. but that's like 
a basic form of were therapy. They like, were they like a support worker or a coach? Kind of, yeah. Right, okay, cool. So like, I had to talk to her every week about my progress and everything, yeah. but I'm blessed that I've got music. Yeah. I just did a documentary called Music is Therapy. Okay. And you can watch it, it's on YouTube, it's sick. Okay. But I just did a documentary called Music is Therapy, and for me, music is therapy. Like, mm-hmm. I literally vent, you saw Surface Challenge, mm-hmm. like, I vent about the most innermost things. And I feel like that's my purpose anyway. Yeah. I feel like that's my purpose to vent that way. To communicate that way. And I've been mm-hmm. given this gift to articulate myself that way. Mm-hmm. So um, I haven't really had therapy. I don't I don't see nothing wrong with therapy. Again, mm-hmm. if it gets the job done for you... Go and go there. Go, go there. <laughs> go, go there. Go and do it. Go and do it. But, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, to wrap up, we've got I've got four questions. You kind of you half answered one already, so we're yeah. gonna jump back into that one. So, um, what books have changed your challenged your perspective oh. on life? So you you spoke about the hundred and forty four hundred and forty four human pr- principles. Yeah, by Paul Simon. I've got one that I'm reading right now called Life Lessons from a Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. Okay, I've heard of this one. Yeah, it's a good book. I read right. something that caught my eye from the book. So that one wasn't recommended. You just saw that. No, I started. I started buying myself now. I've, right. gone, I've, I've changed. <laughs> um, um, yes, this 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 caught me. This is straight into the book. Caught me already. It's called the chapter's called "Discovering Your Calling." Yeah, and he says, "When I was growing up, my father said something to me I will never forget." He said, "Son, when you're born, you cry while you cry while the while the world rejoices. Live your life in such a way that when you die, the world cries while you rejoice." Mm. I was like. And it's true. Yeah. Like, when you come into this world, like, um, everyone's crying. And da, 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 da. I want to leave in peace knowing that, like, mm. I'm at peace. Like, yo, mm. I fulfilled my purpose. I did what I'm supposed to do. And everyone's yeah. crying, like, sadness, but with joy for me at the same yeah. time. Do you know what I mean? Like, your soul is free to go. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, like, that line that hit me, mm. because it's like, I feel like Will Smith and Jada living their life in that way. Because if Will Smith, like, God forbid, but if I got that text now that mm. something happened to Will, I might shed a tear. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's cool. <laughs> I might shed a tear. Yeah. Because he's in, but basically, what that chapter says is just mm-hmm. impact lives in such a way. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That you make it impact. And mm-hmm. Will Smith, I've never met him. But that's how powerful you can impact someone. Yeah. I might shed a tear when he goes. Jay-Z I, I saying like Kendrick Smith- Lamar. Oh, my. Indie Irie. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, and one more. Yeah. Leadership. Leadership. This book, it's got something. Let me read something to you in here as well that, like, proper impacted me. It's talking about leaders mm-hmm. and it says something that's so sick. It says, ask yourself this, were Gandhi, Mother Teresa great leaders because of their looks, height, or any genetic factor, like extra vision? Nope. It was because they both stood for something that had a vision and purpose that moved people. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's true. Like, if you look at um, Mother Teresa, she was, like, skinny yeah. and frail. Yeah. That, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just talking about, if you ask people in society what they think a leader would look like, they, they normally say, like, masculine. Say. But yeah. it's not so. Like, Nelson Mandela wasn't a big dude, bro. Yeah. He was, like, but, it's, but it says the key thing here, they stood for something that was so powerful mm-hmm. that it moved you no matter what size they was. And that so. is affirming, isn't it? That's just like, yes, I'm going to stay in purpose. I'm going to do what mm-hmm. I feel like I'm called here to do. Because mm-hmm. I'm hearing that for the first time and I'm like, no, Michelle, yeah, definitely. Because we're all on this nine to five, George, mm-hmm. and, it, and, it, and it does drain at times. Drains, but it's yeah. kind of just like, you know, the purpose is to when I suppose, I suppose when you've come from 
a really really hard life mm-hmm. and i and i and i don't and i hate to glamorize the hard life and mm-hmm. it because it's like you don't i wouldn't wish my life on anybody mm-hmm. at the end of the day my past life anyway mm-hmm. but the this the foresight or the insight that i've got as a result of that is the fact that i am now going to live in purpose because i'm not doing anything lower vibrational mm-hmm. for the rest of my life mm-hmm. and hearing that is like yep yeah, cool i wouldn't yeah. even think um about mother Teresa because i don't think about her after yeah. <laughs> but, I, but now you were there and i'm like no actually no yeah she was a little bit yeah. but she had a great but force and, and, and purpose yeah. behind her and that's why she's like impacted the entire world and we all know her name exactly and like that's how i felt with my music i was like because remember i told you i was doing grime before mm-hmm. the breakdown before everything what I'm doing now is a complete shock to everyone, like, because right. they know me from my grime history. Mm-hmm. Now I've come back all conscious, crud, and mm-hmm. hairs dread, and it's completely different. But like, that comes with the intention that I had mm-hmm. of deciding that I want to do something that moves people. Mm. Like, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna do, I want, like, I wanna do what Kendrick did for me, mm. for thousands of other kids. Mm-hmm. The way his music just woke me up and made me think, whoa. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I wanna do that for thousands of kids. And I've got the ability to do that because I'm an artist too. Mm-hmm. So maybe his life was there to guide me as well, same way I can guide someone else. The domino effect. Domino effect. There's someone at home, sitting home now, thinking, I want to be more conscious in my music, but I'm scared to do it. Mm. And they're gonna stumble across my video. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Do you and know what? I was just gonna say, who in, who in the, um, the UK, for me is doing that and I and I, I saw one guy the other day mm-hmm. I was at this event I've never heard of him before his name's Aaron mm-hmm. um, some tall guy and he, his music was so moving. so moving mm-hmm. like and I just feel like in terms of like it makes me proud because yeah. I'm I don't know about you because obviously we're similar ages but like you're into music more so than I am mm-hmm. in, in the, the UK way yeah. I don't know any of these young MCs anyone yeah. after Wretch I don't really know yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean but when I hear when I heard him Aaron Unknown that was his name when I heard him oh Aaron Unknown oh Aaron is it Aaron yeah that's my guy He's ve- he was sick I was white sick. boy right yeah, yeah. tall guy yeah, yeah. I was sick because I I go to these shows yeah. and I like I said I used to be an artist I've been around musicians and rappers my entire life mm-hmm. like I don't hear them the same way I don't get gassed yeah, 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 I'm just yeah. not gassed I'm yeah. just unaffected yeah. like I'm sitting there and I'm like no but he's actually got something he's saying some actual things yeah, you know? yeah, yeah like yeah. he's a very um, and so yeah and then I'm talking I'm hearing your stuff yeah. and I'm thinking well if that's what's happening yeah. then I'm I'm gonna check back in yeah. <laughs> see what else is going on yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because yeah, that you guys have to, but not come to. I don't say come together. I mean, just kind of like stay in purpose because mm-hmm. people want to hear what you have and to say. And it happened naturally. Aaron Unknown actually DM'd me. Okay. He said, "Yo, bro, I heard you're firing the booth. Like, <laughs> I'm inspired. It's so sick. Come to yeah. my house and link me." Right. And and that, but but can I just say that in itself is sick because it's like when you when you know your own energy, when you know yourself, yeah, you, you can, can do, do that. that. That's why I admired it. Yeah. Because I was like. All these big artists that I'm trying to DM, mm-hmm. they won't even give me a look in. Mm-hmm. But like for Aaron to reach out like that, I've got ego too. Mm-hmm. So I know what it takes to put your ego aside mm-hmm. and holler me like that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? You have to be sure of yourself. Mm-hmm. Or he has to be on purpose to be like, I'm going to put everything aside and holler him. Whether because I hit him up or not. Yeah, because that's, it's a collective. Like when you two, he has to know in some way that... If you when you two or if you two make what's going to happen that you're adding your energy and his energy and it's becoming and everything that you, your gift and his yeah. gift and my gift is bigger than all of mm-hmm. us 
and you have to know that you've got to put your ego aside exactly. to know that when you come together you're just adding to this universal kind of shift exactly it's not about you it's true and like all. he hit me and he was like come to my house and come link me mm-hmm. and i went to his house and we sat down mm-hmm. we spoke we chilled we ain't made music yet mm-hmm. but we're gonna get there it's gonna happen mm-hmm. when it's meant to happen and we sat and we've been friends since mm-hmm. but like he's sick but that just happened naturally like mm. so That's it's weird that you said his name like yeah because i was just thinking about i was i was about to say that i've not heard anyone else and then i thought and i realized i was lying because i did hear him it was about yeah. a month ago i've never heard of him never heard of this man yeah. and i was like it was jamal edwards had this event mm-hmm. and i went to yeah, it yeah. and i was just like okay <laughs> this is this is sick yeah yeah um, there's not a lot of it but i know Mm. that there will be a birth of it. Yeah. They're just waiting. Like, There's basically, we... we. <gasps> you should read the Celestine Prophecy. I've read... Come on. Have you read it? Come on. <laughs> I've watched the film. Have the film you? got... I told this you I'm a visual person. Okay. I feel like I'll... the film doesn't do the book justice. Nah, the book's fair. definitely probably deeper. Yeah, Because yeah. I'm a visual person, I'm going to miss out on the book. Okay, cool. But, like, the film, like, oh, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, with me, when I'm interested in something, I go in. Mm-hmm. So I do all the research. <laughs> yeah. I didn't tell you I listened to one song of Indiari, you know? I said I listened to the, the whole... whole I left it on Spotify and listened to the whole thing. Yeah. Like, when I'm properly intrigued by something, like, I'm an extremist. Mm. I'm not, like... And in the, it's funny, conscious crowd's in the middle, but me as a human... It's quite extreme. I'm quite... It's one or the other. Yeah. That's why I'm a... Um, oh, what do you call it? I'm a... Oh, what is it? Oh, what is it? It's on the top of my tongue. <laughs> what, is it a personality thing? No, it's a... Um... A star sign thing? No, it's not a star sign, but... <laughs> the way I think, obsessive thinker. Oh, right. Oh, I am okay. an obsessive thinker. So you it's can't like... let something go. If I'm depressed, mm-hmm. I'm really Mm-hmm. I'll keep thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And, do you know what I mean? Like, I won't. I'm an obsessive thinker. And that's, that's. I've learned, because I know that now, mm-hmm. I can gauge in a positive way. Mm-hmm. I just obsess on things I love and positive things. Okay. And it helps me more than, that's why the average person might give up, but I won't because I'm so obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. Whereas in a negative way, I've seen how detrimental it can be. Mm-hmm. I really wallow. Do you know what I mean? Like, I neg- I'm proper. So okay. I just obsess on like, things that I like and mm-hmm. it's helped me like that's why I can just hang in there and like, I'm proper obsessed mm-hmm. like in the IRE. since I found that I'm obsessed on her I'm watching interviews I'm watching I find their Instagram I'm mm-hmm. like proper I have two more questions to yeah. wrap up one of them is um, are you on medication are you still on medication, still on are, medication. You, are you having to like how do you balance that how do you balance like because um, is it antidepressants or something. Risperidone. I don't know what that is. Yeah, basically it's... <laughs> is it for depression? Not really. Okay. But it's kind of to help you sleep. Okay. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It helps you sleep and kind of balances out. Do you, has it... Do, what are the... Are you manage? Is it hard to manage the side effects? That's the, that's the reason why I asked you the There's question. There's not really when side it, effects to me. Okay. Honest. Yeah. Well, there's cool. not, if there were side effects, I would have ran from it. Yeah. There's not really side effects. Okay, well, that's good. Because I'm just like, you're doing so many amazing things and it's like navigating. Because it's kind of like going back to Kanye. He said, yeah. he said like, I had to come off the medication because I wasn't like, yeah. what did he say? I wasn't seeing things clearly or whatever yeah, he yeah. said. And part of me is like, I get it. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's kind of like, if you need it, I don't know. This is really hard for me because I've never had to be on medication. Mm-hmm. And... I'm one of those people that's naturally against it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, if you need it, you need it. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah, need yeah. to be able to kind of... Yeah. But, but then it's like, how do you balance your creativity and your purpose and be medicated at the same time? But medication's important. 
Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, you know, it is important if you need to have it. Yeah. And my last question is, yeah. um, I feel like you've just kind of answered this, but I want you to hone in on it a little bit more. What are your wellness practices? So you spoke about obsessing on good things instead of yeah. bad things. A wellness practice for me, because I'm such an obsessive thinker, which mm-hmm. is dangerous in a negative way. I obsess on good. I've got like, on my Instagram, I'll show you now. Obviously, we all have this, but it's nothing special. But I've got like saved videos. Yeah. That I watch every day. Oh. Religiously. That okay. could be a wellness practice. Every morning I get myself in tune. Like Right. So they're like positive, like affirmation type things. They're like things I've seen on Instagram that's mm-hmm. inspired me that mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. I would love to see this again. I have mm-hmm. to save this. You know, you know, there's some things you're like, I've got to see this twice. Yeah, I know what you Even mean. Even if it's something funny, some stuff I just, comedy things that made me feel so good when I watched yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, yo, I'm saving this. I've got to see this again. So I might not see this on my timeline. Yeah. So I've got different things and I watched yeah. it every morning. Like as soon as I wake up, yeah. say my thank yous and then... Do you know what I love about that? I love that the world and the, the spiritual wellness community <laughs> always like, stay off your phone for the first hour of the day. But if that's your way... Yeah. Of like checking in and aligning yeah. yourself is on your phone. I think I think it's all how you use. Yeah, things. it is. It's all how you, everyone's <laughs> trying to figure it, but it's how you use things. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Instagram, like obviously I scroll like everyone else, but I use it different when I post. I try to make yes. it impact. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And then the videos I save, like mm-hmm. I don't just save random. I save videos that's gonna keep me in a positive mindset. Mm-hmm. So like, um, I think my well-being practices is just like. What I watch, I watch a lot of stuff that keep me in space and how I talk to myself. That's another mm, thing. Self-talk. Self-talk that yeah. changed. My mm. self-talk was... Mm. If you could hear myself talk, mm. you hug me. <laughs> Would you have <laughs> hugged you, though, at the time? No. Yeah. That's why I wasn't hugging me. Mm. Like, my self-talk was terrible. But, like, oh, I'm, did I bring the book? Tell me I, I didn't bring it. Louise Hay, Heal Your Life. I just, uh, yeah. Have I'm you, so happy that you read that. Have I, you read it? I read it and I finished it about a month ago. It was one of, it's the last book that I finished like from front to back. She is, is amazing. A G. She's an actual G. Wherever Louise I'm Hay so happy you said, is right now, I just now, put this out I into the universe. I hope she's happy. She would, yeah, because she passed like last yeah. year. Um, I'm going to write a book one day and I'm going to publish it on Hey House Publishing. Jeez. I'm just going to put that out there yeah. <laughs> because, you know, because it's mad that you brought that up. But I read that book and I read it and I thought to myself, if I could give this, I just felt like I, I felt like I'd want men in my life to read it and then I just thought that Michelle, they just would look at you like If I crazy. could give it to all my friends. Yeah. I was can. on my, I was on WhatsApp. This is what I mean when I say like, mm. I'm always like, I'm an observer, so I'm always aware. I was on my friends, I was on WhatsApp. I don't really watch Insta stories, but I thought this is mm-hmm. another thing that pushed me to it. Mm-hmm. I was like, no one watches WhatsApp Insta stories. Like, come on, it's tired. <laughs> no one does. <laughs> you know, I put some, I did, I uploaded mine the other day because I was so proud of it. And the amount of people that messaged me from my WhatsApp, I was like, you guys watch this shit, I don't watch it. Bro, I was like, <laughs> it's so crazy. I watched it, and some girl put up something. I don't know if it was an Insta story or Insta, on, on WhatsApp, but she had a book. Louise Hay, who I was like, what's that? She's like, you should get it. I got it immediately. And then, obviously, you know me being an obsessive thinker, mm. I started checking her up on YouTube. You see how she did the, the work with the men in AIDS? The men, so in the 80s, the AIDS epidemic, she just used to, like, have group sessions with them and just talk them through. Mm-hmm. When, when no one was showing them love, mm-hmm. she was just, like, that person that was just like, okay, let's... And um, I watched their videos and I read... You, oh, sorry. Yeah, go on. <laughs> Another question, because this is the point of... The, there's, a one, there's one part in the book where I'm like... 
I didn't want to dash the ball, <laughs> yeah. but I was kind of like, okay, you're a bit out there anyway. Yeah. But she was talking about how um, she's convinced that when children have eye issues, it's because they're seeing something in their family situation that they're not supposed to see and their eyes are shutting down as a result. Did you rem- do you remember that bit? I don't remember that bit. Cause she talks a little. She talks a lot about how you know your body yeah, picks yeah, apart, like yeah, yeah. And um, and when she when she said that, I you was, was like, nah. I was like, I was, I was, I was rooting for you. But you took it too far. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Some things. I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't rule it out though. Her life is crazy. Yeah, though. I Her wouldn't pet, rule it out. Yeah, Everything. Yeah. Anything's possible. I wouldn't rule it out. There's some crazy shit out there. Yeah. Like, I follow this thing on Instagram called. Miracle and messes, mm. and it's about like kids that's been through messed up lives, mm-hmm. but miraculously like changed I'm it and shit. Them. And it's like some of the mm-hmm. situations that like, it's crazy. But her her life is crazy. Yeah, her life her is crazy. Her personal life is crazy. Oprah's personal life is crazy. Yeah. Um, Maya Angelou's personal yeah, life was crazy. Exactly. She didn't speak for years. Exactly. She was convinced. So she, probably, people probably know this, but she was raped as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, and then told someone, and then they killed the man that raped her. That's and crazy. she was convinced that her tongue was the cause of death. death. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she stopped talking. So. And you're just like, imagine Maya yeah, Angelou. No, imagine she never spoke. spoke. Can you imagine she, that she just didn't speak? So like, it's what like the that Louise Hay book. She's got a bit in the book where she goes, "When you love yourself, everything works." Did you see that bit? <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> she was like, really love herself. Everything works. Like little miracles start happening, yeah, and like, yeah. and then I, I, I made a freestyle out of that. I got inspired straight away. As soon as I saw that line, as soon as she loved herself, everything works. I made a freestyle out of it. I was like, as soon as she loved herself, everything works. But if you don't love yourself, everything hurts. Mm. Your bank accounts hurt you. Relationships hurt you. You can fall in love, and then they randomly desert you. They mm. randomly just hurt you until you decide to revert to self love. Yeah, I hated being myself. I walked past mirrors. I really hated seeing myself. Mm-hmm. Then that self-hate, it turned into self-doubt. Have you ever walked in situations and turned, and talked yourself out? Like, so it inspired the whole freestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's Imagine like... Imagine Louise Hay is um, inspiring a black boy from Tottenham. That's crazy. Like, your world's apart. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're so far apart. That's... <sighs> and it's like, you're right about the whole kind of being an image of like inspiration yeah. and it doesn't matter like she's well like i say her life was crazy growing yeah. up and so she made the changes so that you're being impacted exactly. and that's what you're doing exactly <laughs> that she that's what i'm saying when i read her book i felt like yo it doesn't she made me throw away all my excuses mm. every self-doubt i had no i can't do this because of this no mm. i don't like myself she says it in the book she says mm. you're wasting your time guilt Everything she she and she gives you the excuse you're probably coming up with. <laughs> That's what messed me up. She's like, you're probably saying because your mother shouted that you did. She yeah. comes and I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like, it's uh, God willing, as big as big as I get, I'm always gonna plug her name mm. in there. I'm just gonna throw it in there. Be like, yeah, Louise, hey, self, mm. um, here is help help me because I know people are gonna run and get it. Yeah. So it's like because I can't show my friends now. They ain't got time. They're not ready yet. Mm. I would, I've not, I'll be giving it to everyone, but. Mm-hmm. Um, that's an incredible... I can't believe I never brought it to mm-hmm. That is an incredible is. book. I literally read that and I just... Like, I had the same thought. I wanted to give it to my friends, but yeah. I was just like, there. I've even got a video. Um, I'll show you now. <coughs> we're still recording, you know. I know. They have to bear with me, though. <laughs> They've got to bear with us. We're, we're, this is probably the longest podcast. This was It's going to be, like, two parts. <laughs> If you... oh. This is Louise Hay, yeah? Okay, okay, and she said one thing 
in this video that has changed my whole life forever. Okay. Okay. Forget all of this. I hold it to the edge. Just one simple sentence that clicked with me. I don't know why it clicked with me. She said this. I have this. One of my thoughts about life is that only good lies before me, and I've been saying this for many years. Oh, to the mic. One sec. One sec. World, you gotta hear this. Come back. So it doesn't really. She said, "This is her belief system." You know, she said. She said this. One sec. See, I have this, one of my thoughts about life is that only good lies before me. Mm. And I've been saying this for many years. So it doesn't really matter to me what happens in life because I know it's going to be good. Mm. She said that, yeah. And <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like when other people hear that, they probably think nothing. No. My head just clicked. I was like, because I call myself a belief thief. For okay. positive beliefs, though. Right, right. Like, if someone says something positive, I try and adapt it. If it don't work for me, I throw it away. But if yeah, it does, yeah. I adapt it. I was like, if I can get my head around that sentence, only good lies before me, so I don't need to worry about the future because I know it'll be good. If I could sink that into my subconscious the way she did, my anxiety level is going gonna, is gonna to decrease. Because right. I'm going to be like, whatever happens in a situation, mm -hmm. somehow mm -hmm. it's going to be good. Mm -hmm. And I've... I, I discovered that like a couple months back and I'm not going to lie, it's been good. It's been good Do you feel me? So it's like... It's like, so Eckhart Tolle, have you heard of him now? Yeah. He's got the power of now. Mm -hmm. And I literally, the, the one part that I took away the most, you just said something. Um, living in the past causes depression. Mm -hmm. Living in the future causes anxiety. Mm -hmm. And you just said that if, you're, if you can get yourself around, get your head around the idea that it's going to be okay, your anxiety will go away. Yep. And yep. it's true. You just literally said what Eckhart yep. says. And it's like, I think that whenever I'm anxious, when I have a lot, I'm that person that's always a little bit anxious all the time. Mm -hmm. um, it's about, it's I'm worrying about something that yep. hasn't taken place yep. yet. And everything's going to be good. Yep. And everything is always good. Yeah. But if I could align myself with that message more, I think things that's will pop even... Sink it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, is it stopped? It just says your startup disc is full. I'm leaving all of this in the podcast, you know. Like, I'm just saying. No, but carry on. And it's like, um, go on. Like, you just gotta sink it in. Yeah. I'm thinking about this vulnerable podcast. What's it called? Von vulnerable podcast. Vulnerable podcast. <laughs> and I'm nervous. I'm anxious about it. How's it gonna go? And then I remember. But what lies before you, though? It's good. It's good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's always there in the back of my yeah. head. Like, what lies before you? Either way, it's going to be good. And if it don't turn out good, somehow it's going to flip and it's going to be good. Yeah. That, that has changed. I don't think you understand what that's done for me. Yeah. And it's like, if I could get people, that's why I played it. Mm. And I played it to my friends as well. I played it to all my friends. Whenever something happens, I play it. If I could get people just to seek that, get their head, because it's, it's not about the information you get. It's about getting your head around it. Mm hmm to believe it. Mm -hmm. Once you get your head around and you believe it, that's when shit changes. Mm -hmm. So, if I can get my friends to believe that, or maybe that's not for them. Maybe that was for me mm. because not everyone's, it's got like a thousand views. I'm, I'm trying to smash my <laughs> phone. Like, <laughs> why? I'm like, it's got like two comments at the bottom, like two thank yous. You know, I'm like, thank yeah, you, yeah. thank you. And I'm like, boy, whoever those two people are, they know. I see you, they know. <laughs> but like, I mean, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Yes. I feel like you've come with your whole heart today. Yeah. And you've just laid it on the table. Yeah. And 
yeah I'm just I'm very grateful I'm yeah, so grateful and I just feel like this is going to heal it's going to help a lot of people mm-hmm. if not heal mm-hmm. get on the path definitely um, start thinking about it yeah. like put it in a note for the future to mm-hmm. come back to is you planting the seed today I feel, I feel like there's been a lot of energetic seeds planted yeah definitely um, amazing I'd love to do this again yes, I know but like we need to work it out like yeah, how yeah. can we kind of do something else um, can you let people know where they can find you so you've just released a single yes. your Instagram just like everything like how can people find I've you I've got a single out called Self Love it's on Apple it's on iTunes it's on Spotify um, the videos on YouTube as well you can find me on Instagram shocker underscore artist you can find me on Twitter shocker underscore artist I'm mainly on Instagram though I'm giving you the heads up like mm. I don't really go on Twitter mm-hmm, Instagram mm. is my thing like yes. if you want to really get a full experience and know what I'm up to find me on Instagram you can find me on Facebook too shocker Kenneth mm-hmm. but I'm not really on there but Instagram is the main thing but that's mm-hmm. where you can find me cool amazing thank you Hey, cheese.